Welcome back to Mothering for Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Ronalda, mom of three. If you are interested in a podcast that is all things motherhood, including parts of my motherhood journey, please continue to listen. If you've been here for the last two episodes, you will know I had a little bit of audio difficulty, and I know, I know, I'm just, you know, trying to get this thing together, and I'm didn't want to delete the episodes or not upload them because if you are a mom you already know it's hard to get 45 minutes of quiet time and in my house there's either word party cocoa melons muppet babies someone's playing lego games or mario kart or watching sonic or spider-man and all those other things so if you know you know and a lot of times I record and then if the audio is messed up I gotta try to find another 45 minutes so that's a little bit difficult um if you guys follow me on Instagram you know I have been posting more reels I think they're really fun um they just take a few minutes to record and take a couple of minutes to edit and it's just really fun i've been just trying to have a little bit more fun um i was doing the lives on there i'm gonna get back to that but i just want to have a little bit more fun and have a little bit more time um to do other things and get myself ready for the day all that good stuff um because i feel like i've been slacking in that department um of just kind of doing things that make me feel good as far as like appearance wise and I think we all go through that as moms at some point where I I just been on the struggle boat so lately I've been just taking it one day at a time doing little things to make myself feel better and I think we've all experienced um that at some point so that's where I am that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to get better and prioritizing me how I look how I feel you know even if I do my hair or something and I'm not going anywhere it's all right it's all right as long as I feel good I'm ready to go out if I decide all right I'm gonna go run somewhere and I feel good about that not rushing and you know I was just having a conversation about getting the kids ready is a whole task my son he be he want to wear a sonic shirt but he want to wear a specific sweater and he's all my boys all matchy matchy all that my daughter i put pants on she's running somewhere i can't catch her um yeah it'd be a whole fiasco and then my baby get her dressed by the time i'm done getting everybody else dressed probably got to change her shirt because she drooled and dribbled through the bib that she got on so it's a whole thing um and then by the time I get to me I decide I'm just gonna throw this t-shirt on and we gonna get ready to go so just wanted to say that real quick but thank you guys who are listening who are just active and give me feedback continue to give me feedback I appreciate it I love it um I take it and um, some of you guys told me like some 
really positive stuff that I think helped me to go into this next episode into my future episodes I thank you thank you thank you guys so much for being avid listeners and um whatever it is you find stuff that you feel like you want me to talk about or you want to talk to me about please if you got my number text me and if you follow me on any socials just dm me and i answer i answer so now i don't have like a clean segue into these topics these topics are pretty serious um i do want to do a trigger warning there is about a about 30 seconds of me talking about graphic details including um death um so i just want to put that um in there also what i want to say um before i get into the topic that um these topics include single mothers right and when i looked up single mothers on wikipedia it says that over 9.5 million American families are run by one woman households, right? Single moms are likely to have mental issues, financial hardships, live in low income areas, and receive low levels of social support. So I really want you guys to keep this in mind while listening to these topics. Um, And what encouraged me to even talk about this is because on Instagram, if you guys didn't know, my Instagram is really about motherhood, is about venting, motivating, inspiring one another uh, to go for our goals. It's about venting about those things that we can't talk about. Um, venting about those things that we really can't talk about sometimes. And so, um, there's been a couple of moms that have just shared some stories with me. And then when I find these topics that I'm going to talk about in a moment, um, it really encouraged that. It encouraged me to uh, talk about these things because I think that they're People talk about single moms, but sometimes it's in a negative light and it's not in the in the light of mental health. So what I just said about mental issues, financial hardships, living in low income areas, receiving low social, low levels of social support, I really want you guys to keep that in mind. So I'm going to set this story up for you guys. So, Jamaria Hall, who was a 28-year-old single mother, um, was heard around August 19th. This was the last time um, she was heard by her neighbors. Um, her daughter was screaming, Mommy, no. And I guess some days later a neighbor called the police department and said there's a foul smell coming from this apartment so the police department comes when they open Jamiria's apartment door and go into the apartment they find her two children dead 
now this next part is a little bit graphic so i just want to put that in the air right now her six-year-old daughter demiria was found in the bathtub drowned and strangled she was wrapped in clothing her eight-year-old son david eight years old sleeping bag he's found in and this part right here two seconds is graphic with a knife in his chest and a bag over his head so now when you hear this is graphic and like I, I some of you guys may feel this way I can't imagine you know having three kids I can't imagine and I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a little bit of background on this. All right. So. Jamiria was previously charged with arson. For setting her parents apartment on fire. And she was also charged with child endangerment. So I'm going to say this one more time. She was charged with arson. For setting her parents house or apartment rather on fire and she was also charged with child endangerment she spent a year in jail for these crimes later on it doesn't give detail on the years so i don't have context as far as the timeline but she was able to spend a year in jail and later filed for custody and the judge granted her custody because the children's father didn't respond to the court proceedings. So, in addition to that, I also, there's a little bit of uh, context in time because during the, the climax of the pandemic, which was sometime last year, because we're now, you know, 2021, she had a podcast. Um, and in the podcast, one of the episodes, she was heard yelling, y'all been driving me crazy, but I love y'all. And one of her children yelled back, I love you too. And all of this information is important, including the fact I gave about the 9.0 million single mothers, right? This is all important because mental health of single mothers really isn't taken seriously like at all and the reason why I say this is because I at at some point uh, I've been a mom for seven years now and at some point you literally need a break also a lot of times when you become a mom you are bringing childhood trauma relationship trauma and trying to navigate from those things and become uh, a mom to children right sometimes everyone is not mentally equipped to be a mom that's why when we go to the doctor and they ask how are you feeling I think, and I'll speak for me, I personally feel sometimes in the black and brown community, it's a little bit of a setup. And I don't know if it's just me being a little paranoid, 
but sometimes we don't want to tell doctors how we're really feeling because we're afraid of the outcome because we're more than likely to get our children taken away so i just want to put that out there um i don't i i would love to know how you guys feel about it but seriously we our mental health isn't taken seriously because when we feel a type of way um while raising our children and then i want to go back to when she had her podcast right her podcast she's yelling in the background i guess because her children are probably yelling in the background and jumping around and i guess this for her is a time that she gets to sit and express her feelings they're jumping around and doing whatever it is they're doing and she's like y'all driving me crazy but i love y'all and honestly that is nothing short of what we say to our kids sometimes out of frustration sometimes we say that you know just when we feel like hey i want a little bit of me time but y'all jumping bouncing around asking me this mommy this mommy that and we can't really get our time and that's completely understandable but how does she at some point go from y'all driving me crazy but I love y'all to killing us and allegedly she actually admitted to the police to killing them but like I said I want to go back to the mental health aspect of this I don't understand why given her her criminal charges and the fact that she spent a year in jail for um, child endangerment why was she granted custody and this is part of you know having um, the father in the life that's important and I've talked about this in the previous episode but the doggone court proceedings and the father fails to um, like you fail to show up you fail to respond. So in results of that, in result of you being trash, because that's what I'm going to call it, these children are dead. Sometimes, that, like that mental health aspect, she needed a psyche valve before she was granted custody. Is this really her fault at this point? Because she has a history of child endangerment. So what is what was her trigger? What allowed them to say, okay, well the father didn't show up. You just set her up for failure. She previously had child endangerment charges. That is serious. Because if it was a foster parent, you wouldn't give the foster parent um, custody or of a child if the uh, a foster parent if someone decided they want to be, become a foster parent I'm pretty sure that there's a background check that needs to be done and if that was part of their past you wouldn't let a person become a foster parent so I don't think that if this I guess right after I'm not quite sure like I said I don't know the timeline but still clearly there's something there 
I don't know if it was her children that she put in danger, but there was something there. So for me, who is failing who here? And and I, in this case, I think it was somewhat the system failing because there is no way. Just because she saw it fit to get her children, and I'm pretty sure maybe she even thought about, I don't want my kids to go to foster care. Where were they before? Where were they before with the father? And the father probably felt like this girl crazy. And he probably felt like he didn't need to because maybe the court would have saw, you know, that she had these previous charges and it would be no way that they would give these children up. I don't know. This is just my spin on the situation. So I want to say that single mothers need support. Seriously, seriously need support. A lot of support because when you're doing things on your own, when you have one, two, three, four, five, however many children you have, it's new to you. And sometimes personalities of your child if your child is like you in some way, sometimes it'll be like, oh man, like this, this kid driving me a little crazy. Like she said, y'all driving me crazy, but I love y'all. You know, and we feel that sometimes because we feel sometimes it's a, a bit of, I'm overwhelmed. And, you know, even sometimes, like I'll give you an example, there are times I'll go in my kid's room clean that room, pick and span, come, go clean another room, all of a sudden I hear a crash of toy hit the floor, and I can hear it from another room, and even when I look down the hallway and look into their room, you just see the pile of toys on their floor, not to say that kids aren't supposed to play with toys or anything like that, but y'all know, when you clean something, kind of wanted to stay clean kind of thing but also some people don't have the mental capacity to chalk that up to sometimes kids are being kids my daughter's three years old so am I really going to get mad at her for you know putting some toys on the floor because she's three that's what she's going to do but some people are not capable of Honing that information, honing that fact, and just letting it go. And take a second and breathe. You know what? She gonna play with them toys, but she gonna stay in them in that room with them toys. And that's just gonna be the end of that. That drives people, that triggers people sometimes because it's just kind of like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of doing this on my own. I'm tired of doing this by myself. It's hard to do it by yourself. And I complete, let me tell you, I get it. I get it. Because it's kind of like you have no one to help you on a disciplinary aspect. You got to be fun. You got to discipline. You got to cook. You got to clean. You got to be a teacher. You got to be a doctor. Then you got to work more than likely 
So there's so many aspects and so many hats you have to put on throughout the day. I completely get it. I can get why sometimes it's just like, bruh, I need a moment. I need a second. Because right now, I'm y'all bouncing off the wall. I need a second to just get myself together. There have been times where literally, I'll never forget this day. Um, a few months ago, the baby is crying. My oldest daughter is crying. My son is bouncing off the wall for what? I don't know. I think he just was like, yeah, everybody else crying. So I'm going to do something too. And I was just like, y'all, I need to take a 10. And I went in the room and I just cried for a good 10 minutes. Got myself together and came back out. And I was like, all right, I'm back. What happened now? Like, sometimes we need that. And some people don't know to just, if you need to take a minute and cry, if you need to take a minute and talk about it, write about it, um, you know, do like a, a, a little journal or something like that. If you need to take that time, take that time. It's okay to take that time because it's hard. It's so, so, so hard. And I'm telling you, I completely understand. I completely get it. Can't, I, I can't even tell you how much I, I get that being a single parent is hard. And then when you add all the other aspects, it's depending on where you live. It's depending on how much money you are making. It's depending on if you are getting the help that you need. You know, if you live in certain areas, you don't get a school bus for your kids to go to school. So you're traveling. I, When I lived in the city before I moved to upstate New York, I was taking my son to the daycare. And I had to get to work at 7, be to work at 730. But all everywhere I lived, where I worked, and where the daycare was, Literally, I'm going across town, like, all, I, I'm traveling all morning, all morning. I would take just to cut my commute time, and so I don't have to get my son up so early. I would get to the sitter by 6, 6.30. If I got to the sitter by 6.30, I had an hour to get about 45 minutes away but then I'm taking a train and a bus so then it depends on when that train and that bus is coming and if they're and during that time in the city New York City you know there's a bunch of traffic so you're you know relying on you're relying on that so depending on where this girl is living if she had to take her kids to school if she didn't have help transportation and all that other stuff all of those components then now 2020 going back to when she had her podcast for y'all that know and if y'all single parents even if y'all parents in in a um in a relationship or you're married whatever the case may be 2020 was a rough time 
because you was around your spouse all day long if you wasn't an essential worker. All day long, you was around your spouse and around your kids. Or if you were a single parent, you now didn't have the, if your kids were school age, you didn't have that time that you typically would have had because now your kids are, you're at home with your kids. And then you're talking about some people were losing their, like, had lost their jobs. If you had lost your job, man, what you have to be going through mentally. What you really have to be going through mentally is, is beyond words. So I'm going to get off that topic because I can talk about it all day long. I really can because I, I I feel for single moms. I feel for moms all over. Don't get me wrong; it's not just single moms. It's moms who are who are married in relationships. We just go through it as moms because we have to play so many hat, uh, so many roles. And I am not taking away from single fathers, but because I'm a single, I've been a single mother. Let me tell you, I I, I know about that topic, and I can give you my input on that I can't give you my input on being a single father so my next topic some of you might find very interesting I know that there's been a lot a lot a lot of talk about the vaccine whether or not people are going to get the vaccine um so this one I think you guys will find extremely extremely So, the judge takes away a mother's uh, parental rights for being unvaccinated. I'm going to say that one more time because that kind of slipped up a little bit. A judge takes away a mother's parental rights for being unvaccinated. So, Rebecca Furlitt appeared in virtual court for a child support hearing with ex-husband. So now, let me give you a little context here. Her and her husband have been divorced for seven years. They share custody and share parenting time. And she then told Fox 32, which is um, a Fox station in Chicago, that the Cook County judge, James Shape. Shapiro, I, I don't know his last name, and I'm not trying to give it any time either. Randomly, during the court session, asked her if she was vaccinated. She explained that she hadn't been um, vaccinated for health reasons. I got a cold post that just came out here, my daughter. So, we gonna get through this. So... She explained that she hadn't had her vaccination for health reasons, and which I've heard a lot of this that people are saying because they have um, health reasons that they're afraid that getting the shot and some people get sick while they get the shot, um, that it will trigger other things. And then, you know, I'll get more into that. But then after she said no and gave her reason, the judge ordered for her to be stripped of all her uh, parenting time 
until she gets vaccinated. So now she is currently getting an appeal and her attorney explains that the judge overstepped, really overstepped his authority in this one. Now, I'm going to say a few things about this. When I read this article, I said, this is nuts to me because why wouldn't anybody step up and say how unfair that was during this court proceeding? But I then thought, and the article also said, um, one of the articles I think was on Baller Alert because it was blogged by someone else and I don't remember the name. So you can go to BallerAlert.com and then they have like, um, you could look it up and you would definitely see this. Um, And I think a lot of, it was on Fox um, News Chicago 32 and they also have a website so you can definitely look this story up. But the father, in one of the articles that I read, the father never even said anything about this. But what I didn't agree with, if you guys are going to, excuse me, you guys are going to court for child support, what does a vaccine have to do with anything? So now you're taking her away from her child over a vaccine. The child is 11 years old. The child is able to, if it was that serious, say, while you're visiting, wear a mask. If it was like such a thing, if it was being harmful to the child, but it's not being harmful to the child. It doesn't, this Delta variant, there is no vaccine for it. And you just stripping, excuse my co-host in the background, but, um, you know, there is no, no vaccine for that. If that was the interest in, you know, the parents, I'm not quite sure what their views on, uh, well, we know her view is that she doesn't want to get it for her underlining health issues. But, you know, the father never even spoke up and said, hey, you know, that's not a concern of mine. You know, he just let the judge do what he did. And... I really think that stripping away parental rights should only be in the best interest of the child, not some type of political agenda. You know, right now we're living in a time that the vaccine is getting forced on us, right? So it's like we can't go to a gym in the city. We can't go to the gym if you're not vaccinated that's crazy but we went through a whole pandemic without being vaccinated and when the gyms open up everybody just wore masks so what difference is getting a you know getting vaccinated going to do if you can still transmit the the virus to other people Y'all can all have COVID in the gym and then you go somewhere else that people who are not vaccinated can go and you still can spread it. 
and I, you know, I just I have my own views but I'm not going to get into that but um but to try to force someone in that way by taking their child away from them you know I think that is just absolutely ridiculous you know we're being forced not only you know from not being able to go to restaurants or gyms now money is being deducted from people's pay people are losing their jobs and people are literally saying I'm gonna just get the vaccine because I don't want to be in a situation where I you know I can't work that is absolutely crazy to me it doesn't make any sense to me what if she decided okay I'm gonna go get the vaccine and go against what she believes and then still get sick or worse who is gonna answer for that because now you're forcing her to feel like I want to see my child so I'm gonna do anything to make sure I'm in my child's life but you're also going against the grain of what you believe to be true and as an American you have the right just like people are saying they don't have the right to wear masks which I really don't agree with but you know that's just my personal opinion um you can have the right to not take a vaccine what if there is something in the vaccine because we are not educated I am not I won't say we I'm not educated on what exactly is in this vaccine right um what if she's allergic to something that's in the vaccine? Now what? And then it triggers something else within her. You know what I mean? I think there's so many different factors here. So, and I, I really don't think that this is fair. I don't know where this judge, this is I oh, this is in Chicago. This judge is pure just trash. And clearly he's on the side of everyone being vaccinated and that's okay to have an opinion on that but when you are a judge your opinions don't matter it's literally about evidence it's about fact and her being vaccinated or not vaccinated it doesn't what role does that play because if she's vaccinated, what people believe is that it lessens their chances on being severely sick. But it doesn't make a difference for the child. That child, okay, the vaccine, you have to be 12 years or older. That child is 11. And whether that child turns 12 at the end of the year, next year, or whatever, or turns 12 next week. That child right now cannot take the vaccine. If that was something that their family wanted the child to do. So what difference does it make if she's vaccinated? That I don't understand that. The getting the vaccine does not stop you from transferring the virus. It doesn't stop you from transferring the virus over to someone else. So it doesn't make a difference. So this judge is literally just trying to to spill over what he thinks to her. And that's messed up. It 
absolutely makes no sense. So, I think in this case, it may be a thing that she just may need a little bit more information about the vaccine. Maybe she's considering it. She clearly said that she just didn't get it because, you know, maybe she has health issues or there's things that she wanted to check out before she decided to get this vaccine. But to take away her right to be a mom to her son is ridiculous. Um, It's unfortunate that judges are able to make those decisions just because of what they believe and when it's not supposed to be that whatsoever. So I I don't know what to say on that, to be honest, y'all. Um, you know, I've read on it. I've thought about it. And she hasn't seen her son since August 10th. And for me, you know, that's a long, that's a long time. Because when y'all be hearing this, this is, is going to be Monday, August 30th. So if she hasn't seen her son in 20 days, that's a long time. And But I will give a little bit of, uh, more information. Um, she's still able to call her son. She's still able to, you know, FaceTime and all that video call and all that. That's my co-host Olivia in the background. She's still able to do all that. But, you know, to not be able to hold your child for someone else's political agenda I think it's just it's crazy to me if I can leave you guys with anything um, if you have single mothers that you are close to please give them a call please check on them check on their mental health please just ask them how they're doing if they are okay because there are a lot of us um, out there um, who may not have support. I think God, excuse my co-host, she just woke up. But um, a lot of single mothers that don't have the support, um, and I thank God for all the support that I do have, but not all of us have it. All of us do not have the support. So please, please, please check on your single mothers. Ask them if they are okay. Give them a self-care day if you can. You know what I mean? Give them a day to just get their self together. You know, they need it. They need it. And if I can leave you with anything, I'll leave you with that. Please check. Please check on your single moms. And with that, I want to say thank you for listening so much. Next episode will be next week, Monday if I don't do a bonus episode. So I may do a bonus one this week and it'll just be at a random time. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to my podcast channel anywhere that um, podcasts are streaming right now. So thank you so much for listening and I will, I hope you guys listen to the next one. Bye.